This is KUT 90.5. I'm Nathan Bernier. Austin's modest selection of Spanish restaurants grew by one this summer with a new place on South Lamar Boulevard, focusing on boards of cheese and meats and shareable plates, plus a whole bunch more. Austin-American statesman restaurant critic Matthew Odom has been there a number of times, and he's here to tell us what he thinks. Hello, Matthew. Hey there, Nathan. Tell me first, what is the restaurant? The restaurant is called El Chiparon. It's on South Lamar, right at Manchac, that kind of dangerous light and intersection right there because of the traffic and the fast cars and the turning and the multiple lanes. And it's in a mixed-use development right there on that corner. And who's behind it? It is a Spanish chef named Pablo Gomez who opened his restaurant earlier this year, about the middle of the year. And the idea was to bring, you know, I, I remember an early press release said a, you'd be a kid in a candy store with the amount of tapas and, and small plates. Give me a, a broad overview of what kind of food you'll be eating if you go there. So, you know, you might start out with a board of some Spanish cured hams, uh, some Spanish cheeses, which are a nice entry point. And then you've got some smaller plates that are shareable. You might see a beet or a watermelon salad, but a beet and watermelon salad together, uh, which is kind of interesting. There's a great tender octopus dish as well. Aros negro with squid ink and mussels and scallops, which is pretty nice. And there's only a couple big plates. There's a a chicken dish and and a strip steak. And that's about it. You know, there's only a little more than a half dozen plates. So the offers aren't very wide ranging. You know, if you go to Spanish restaurants, you're usually used to broader range and some more sections from which to choose. And you can kind of mix and match dishes and it's good to sip over wine. But this has a more limited experience. Of what you ate, did you like the taste? I did. I like the arroz negro. Uh, I, I really liked the way the octopus was prepared. It was really tender. The steak was nice as well, but it felt more kind of like... Just a bistro dish with a Spanish accent. Right. Um, I was hoping for some more wide-ranging dishes. The, the whole experience just felt a little hemmed in. And what about the ambiance, the setting, the vibe, the building? You know, I'm not crazy about these mixed-use buildings, but they did a really nice job with the space. There's these white cloud-like pogo stick bar stools that you can sit on, this white marble bar, white or gray, I can't remember. And the lighting is very interesting in that it's warm and honeyed, yet it's not dim. It's fairly elegant space considering uh, where, where it's located. And they have a gin and tonic menu with a variety of gin and tonics? That's right. They have a bunch of specialty gin drinks with house-made tonics. So you might have one that's very herbaceous and even have herbs floating in them or muddled at the bottom. You might have fruitier ones. Some are more vibrant. Some have that more of like a berry bramble quality to them. That's kind of a fun component of the menu. I'm not a huge gin drinker, but, you know, of course, I was willing to go with them on that ride, and, and I enjoyed it. It's The wine list is a little limited, even though it's mostly Spanish, so I'd like to see a, a little more variation on the wine list. But, yeah, the gin and tonics will be a fun thing for anybody going, especially if they win at happy hour, which is when you can get those tapas. Well, back to the tapas. You mentioned El Chiparon when they put out the news release announcing the restaurant. It said you'd be like a kid in a candy store with all of the variety of tapas. Were you? You know, they only actually offered tapas at the bar area and for limited hours. I think it stops at 6.30 or 7. And they only had four when I went. There were blistered peppers and patatas bravas and some olives, and there was one other dish. You know, I wanted more. I wanted some excitement. I wanted to see something different. I wanted something new. I mean, and I don't, whether it's pan con tomate or uh, uni toast or whatever, you know, I, you just wanted 
some more variety because you go there and, you know, within 15 minutes you've tried them all. So, you know, hopefully the place feels like with its limited menu and some similar ingredients popping up around the menu, it feels like they're kind of measured right now in their approach. I don't know if that is a resources situation or if they are trying to adjust their menu to fit the taste of Austin diners, but it was a little disconcerting. I didn't dislike the place. I just wanted more from it. It felt like it had more promise and and maybe it will change. You know, I I ended my review saying that to really stir up the scene, you're going to need a little more passion and muscle. And I hope that Gomez can do that, not just for him and his restaurant, but for the diners of Austin, because I think Spanish cuisine is not widely represented here. We have a couple good places. So I'd like to see that. And maybe there's changes in store. Who knows? Off the top of your head, can you name any of your Spanish places you might check out? Bullfight, which is owned by Sean Serkiel of the Parkside Group, is up on Airport Boulevard, would be my favorite Spanish restaurant in town. And then for that wide-ranging experience, you know, we mentioned the big menu, uh, Barlada on South Lamar. Uh, is another option. Okay. Well, the restaurant you're reviewing this week is El Chiparon. You can read Matthew Odom's full review at austin360.com. Actually, I noticed you just had a post there uh, at austin360.com slash the feed, your blog, about your the top three best new restaurants of 2017. What are they, real fast? If you want to hit those new ones, it's the Izakaya Smokehouse Kamuri Tatsuya in oh, East yeah. Austin, Pitchfork Pretty, the Hill Country Cuisine, also in East Austin, and Bonami on Burnett Road, which is kind of a American diner meets French bistro. You can read more about those and where to eat on New Year's Eve at austin360.com slash the feed. Matthew Odom is the Statesman's restaurant critic. Good to see you and Happy New Year. Always a pleasure, Nathan. Happy New Year.